Hey, what is going on, everyone? This is, to be honest, I feel you, the podcast. Folks, welcome back. I missed y'all. Where y'all been? Nah. <laughs> now, to be honest, where have I been? I know, I know I've been struggling, folks. Somehow we got into this rhythm of like every other week, which is not intentional, but because I haven't been intentionally releasing every week, this is where we are. But in the weeks ahead, I promise you we're going to get back on a more routine schedule. Um, but thank you for being here regardless. Thank you for rocking with the kid yet and still. Folks, happy Thanksgiving. You know, it is so hard to believe that Thanksgiving is, is literally here. Like somehow this year has both flown by and also really not. Like I've felt every minute of this year and yet I'm also waking up like, how is it November? And yeah, it makes no sense. But what about this year has made sense? Anyway, Thanksgiving is literally in like two minutes. And I'm sure some of us don't quite know what we're doing yet. You know, for us, Thanksgiving is going to look a bit different. You know, we tend to go to my parents' house, you know, the night before my wife and I, we cook all night with my mom and then my wife's family comes over and we just have a grand old time. But, you know, it's a whole pandemic. And my parents, although they don't look like it, they're a bit up there in age. And so we're not doing that this year. We're going to let them stay a bit more safe and secluded. And so while I get to still celebrate with my wife's family, it's not exactly the same. You know, we would have liked to have all been together, but that's not how life is going to be this time around. You know, and I'm sure some of us listening are probably in the same boat. You know, whether you're in a city for work and probably don't have family or friends around like that you can celebrate with or you know, maybe you have some elderly parents that you can't really afford to see right now. You know, I mean, overall, Thanksgiving might look a bit different for all of us. And likewise, I kind of wanted to switch up the episode a bit today, too. Now, I'm sure you've noticed by now, but the episode is a bit shorter than our normal ones. And that's intentional. It's not for lack of planning or anything like that. But what you'll find in the song today is that the lyrics are kind of a bit self-explanatory. Like they kind of speak for themselves. Now, we have the privilege to unpack a song titled Where Am I At by an artist named Max. Now, he wrote a song about his experience losing someone he loved. And I know it's quite a dreary way to walk into this Thanksgiving holiday. But I mean, given the time we're in, I think it's quite a timely topic. I mean, just yesterday, I heard about someone else that I know that that passed away. And, and while I wasn't particularly close to this person, you know, his death impacts people that I do know and I do love and I am close to. And I think that's all of us. I think we're all so surrounded by death that it's almost become too normal. And if we're not careful, it's like we can diminish how heavy loss can be simply because it's just happening too much. But in the song, Max takes us right into his experience with this loss. And I think there's not a more appropriate time to walk through this moment with him. So let's get into it. So what you'll notice in the song is that it repeats some of the same themes over and over. And overall, the lyrics might be a bit brief to walk through. But I don't want us to miss the depth in these lines. So the song begins straight away with the chorus, immediately painting the picture of the state of mind he's in right now. Where am I at these days now that you're gone? Where am I at these days when you don't come home? Where am I at? So this sets the tone right away that having lost someone he loves, Max feels like he's lost himself. Like he doesn't quite know where he fits in a world without the one he loves. He then goes on to give us a bit more detail into what his life looks like. Hardly got out of bed this morning. Felt this rush. It lingers and I can't ignore it. Because I've been running for so long. Yeah, I've been running for so long. So we can see here that this loss is having a real direct impact on his mind and body. 
He's struggling to get out of bed and can actually feel his body reacting to this loss. Now, if you've been following the podcast for a bit, I'm sure you've noticed this recurring theme that like breakups, loss, they're not just all in your head. Like they have real impacts and and they affect every fiber of your being. And here Max confirms that with just these few lines. You know, he mentions that he's been running for so long, which could mean that he, you know, could be running away from facing those feelings or or just trying to run to figure out what to do with his life. Like either way, we know he's tired, he's winded, and he's running low on on really everything. He then goes right back into the chorus. Where am I at these days now that you're gone? Where am I at these days when you don't come home? Where am I at? He then takes us into the second verse, where we get a bit more detail into the actual event that changed his life forever. I'll never forget the news that I got that morning. Wished I could turn back, but the plane was boarding. Because I've been running for so long. Yeah, I've been running for so long. Now, as you can imagine, these lines here are what make me feel like we're not just dealing with a breakup, but an actual death. I mean, imagine getting a phone call that someone you loved has passed away. Or maybe instead of imagining, some of us are remembering. Some of us did get that phone call. Some of us might remember the exact moment we heard the news that someone we loved was no longer with us. And that's precisely where Max is right here. He then ends that verse with the same theme of him running and running. Now where to? I don't know. And maybe that's the point. I mean, we could see that he has no sense of direction anymore, which is evident as Max repeats the chorus yet again. But what really gripped my heart was this last bridge, which for me reveals the exact reason as to why he's been running this entire time. My heart's been leaking so much. The love that you gave, it was more than enough. I'm afraid to send you on your way because nothing about me feels the same. Where am I at these days now that you're gone? Where am I at these days when you don't come home? Where am I at? So, folks, that's the whole song. And like I mentioned, there's almost not much to say because, you know, the lyrics kind of say it all. Like, they're just so final. I mean, after listening, it's almost like you don't really know what else to say. But that's that's kind of the point I want to drive home today. I mean, to be honest, death can kind of be a bit awkward. I mean, when someone you know is dealing with loss, it's natural to want to find the right words to say to make them feel better. I mean, even even just for a little bit. But realistically, there are no perfect words. And they likely will not feel better, no matter what you say. Or maybe you're more familiar with being the one who's lost someone, and people keep feeding you these cliches because they feel like they have to say something. I mean, it's all too much. And while some don't mean well, a lot of people do. They just don't quite know what to say. And given the seriousness of this topic, I didn't want to be yet another person trying to give you a how-to on on getting over the loss of someone that you loved. So I want to be clear. I have no advice. I have no instructions. I won't waste your time or energy 
with these copy and paste cliche phrases. I think you deserve so much more than that. But what I will say is, I'm sorry. I'm sincerely sorry for whatever loss you're experiencing right now, whether it just happened and the impact is super fresh or whether it happened a while ago and and the wounds are still open. Wherever you are in your mourning journey, I want you to know that I feel for you. And while I can't possibly know exactly how you're feeling because I'm not you and I didn't lose the person you lost, I feel for you. And sure, after a while, the I'm sorry's get tired too. But with all sincerity, if I could take this away from you, I really would. And as much as I want to try to make you feel better, I know nothing that I say is really going to help that much. Because you don't need to pick me up. You need time. You need time to accept, time to process, to mourn, to cry. To remember and reminisce. You need time for whatever your grieving looks like. And so right here, right now, I want to give you time. I want us to take a moment for the ones we've lost. The ones we've lost to the virus or to other causes. The ones our communities might have lost to injustice. A moment for the ones we wish were here, but they're not. A moment for the ones whose voices we may not remember anymore. For the ones we feel guilty about how we treated them. Or the ones who we've not yet gotten closure for how they treated us. A moment for all the beautiful relationships and all the complicated ones too. So, when you hear the music play at the end of this podcast, I want you to say their name out loud. And then take a moment. Take your time. If you want to talk to them, sit in silence and reminisce, cry, laugh, whatever you need to do in this moment, do that. But don't run. I know you probably had to be strong and hold things together for quite some time, but now is your moment. So take it. And let's be brave enough to fall apart. I love you. I'm rooting for you. This is, to be honest, I feel you.